What's up, everybody? Uh, this is another episode of 314 Punk. We're back in action. Um, wanted to give a quick shout out and just let you all know that we are doing the first run of 314 Punk t-shirts. And those are available on our Big Cartel site. So if you, it's 314punk.bigcartel.com. If you go to our Instagram, um, hit the link in our bio, you can pre-order one. And half of the profits are going to go to Punk Rock Saves Lives, which is an organization that promotes health and wellness in the punk rock community. So definitely check that out. We've sold about 40 of them so far. I'd like to sell 50 if we can. Uh, but go check one out. It's an awesome design. It was designed by um, Will Massinet, and I really, really like it a lot. So thank you to all who have ordered, who've shared the post. Um, pre-orders are up through Friday. So you've got a couple days, two or three days to get your pre-order in. Please do so. Um, I went to a couple cool shows. I went and saw uh, A Living Hell, The Coolies, Some Kind of Nightmare, and Pinkville at the Sinkhole on Saturday night. And then Sunday was the first uh, Break the Barrier show at the Sinkhole. It was a matinee show. Started at 6 p.m. Uh, saw Grip Slime, Boss's Daughter, and Bastard Squad. That was a really, really fun show. And uh, coming up today, tonight, actually, at the Sinkhole is Portrayal of Guilt, Mystic Will, and uh, Bummer. And then um, on Sunday at the Sinkhole, there's this band, Interpersonal, and um, a few other bands that are playing as well. But Interpersonal, I really like them. Um, they are they're just a great band. They put out a new video. They've got a new singer. And if you go to our page, you can see a clip from their video and follow them and check out some of their music. So um, thanks to you all for just being a supportive punk rock community. I really appreciate you. Um, you know, that's what we're trying to do here is just build community. So this episode is with Grave Neighbors. Um, really enjoyed talking with them. Uh, they practice down the hall from me at um, Encapsulated Studios. They're great dudes. Love their new album. It's called You Were Never Here. Um, make sure to check it out. And also, uh, shameless plug, shameless plug, pre-save my new song. Go to my link in my bio. bio. Blio? <laughs> it's at Wesley Hoffman on Instagram. So enjoy this episode with Grave Neighbors. All right. I've got the whole band of Grave Neighbors here. Is it like Grave Neighbors, like you're a grave neighbor or like you're like an adjective or is it like our graves are next to each other? You gotta ask this guy. He came up I, with it. It's, it's our graves are next to each other. Like I was, we weren't clicking on a band name, and then uh, I was listening to some radio DJs one day, and they were doing this bit about your phone neighbor, like calling the the next digit up from your phone number, and being like, "Hey, I'm your phone neighbor." And it was just dumb, and I remember Did thinking, "Did you do it?" No, I, I thought to myself, <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I don't give a fuck about who my phone neighbor is. I give a fuck about who my." My grave neighbor is. Ooh. Grave neighbors. Okay. I, I really like the name a lot. I think it's a dope name. Yeah. It, it's all right. You, you know it, what, it, what it also is, is a great name is Ronnie Lip. Ronnie Lip. So I was, I was, <laughs> like, I was thinking you were at the show the other night because I did do, I, I did a bit where you I did was, intros. Yeah, I did intros. You introduced the whole fucking band. We've but never I, done that before. I, inter <laughs> I introduced him as my backing band. I was like, hi, I'm Ronnie Lip, and these are the grave neighbors. 
I love that. I, 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 I only call Jason bass player. Yeah. Like, we got bass player. He plays bass. It's, yeah. And that Fuck movie, you, Darren. That movie, that thing you do, like the bass player yes. never had a name. It was because he's just like <laughs> yeah. interchangeable. It was right. just like. Well, that's been an in-joke for a long time. <laughs> One time Darren called him bass player. He was trying to think of his name, and he couldn't. He had a brain fart, and he just goes, you know, bass player. We were like, did you We were recording the record, and I was in the booth doing vocals, and he's like, hey, um, 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 bass player. Oh, yeah. And, like, Gabe just happened to have his foot on the pedal, so I heard him, I'm like, my name's Jason, Darren. Jason. <laughs> the fuck? That makes you feel real special. Right? Oh, it does. <laughs> so special. Anyways, I've got Jason. You, you, yes. you're, you've been on the podcast. You're the first returning Yes. Yes. Veteran of the scene. R- person that's been on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That means you don't get to talk. You've had oh. your turn. You're officially you've had your say. You're, you're officially a friend of the show now. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, and then Ronnie. Ronnie Lip. Ronnie Lip. <laughs> God damn. That just I don't know what what gets me about that, but it's like a country western singer. Or something. Oh, well, like, thank you. you. Know, like. Like kind of, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of like, like Ronnie Millsap or something. You know, I don't know, like that. Just that. Ronnie Lip. No, it's, it's uh, a strong name. Yeah. You know. Uh, I was never a fan of the last name growing up because every time I spell it, I have to say PP. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but there's been there like you know we've been doing this punk rock bullshit for so long. People think it's a a, a pseudonym. They're like, oh, that's not his real name. That's like a punk rock name. I'm like, no, that's that's my real name. Dude, the the fucking the guy from the Buzzkills, he is he's direct messaged me twice thinking I was in this band, the Lippies. Like oh. I've, I've been like, no, no, that's for real my last name. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, well, who was it that you had something sent to your house and they're like, no, for real like seriously, your last name is Lip and you live on Blow Street? <laughs> Oh, Ben Weasel, actually. It's Ben Weasel. He was going to give me a free T-shirt when I sent him my info. He's like, like he thought I was fucking with him. He's like, your name's Lip and you live on Blow Street. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And then we've got Darren as well. Is it Gratton or Great? Grayton. Grayton, yeah. And then Dave? David Newman. Newman? Yep. Okay, awesome. Newman. Yep. <laughs> Newman. Sorry you have to. Never, well, never Let's know, right? let's kind of dive in here a little bit, and we we went through this with you, Jason. But right, right. Ronnie, I'm interested. So, are, were you the one who started this band? Uh, kinda. Or? Me me and Jason had already been playing together. Um, we did a band called Better Off Damned. That was kind of my learning how to play guitar band. Like it was it was just fast punk rock stuff. And when that when that kind of folded. I was like, well, I can try to sing, but I, I can only sing if I play open chords. Like, so I started playing guitar at a young age. I started when, in my 30s. And honestly, when you see us, <laughs> when you see us, it, it shows. It really does show. Um, so, yeah, I had to, if, if I was going to sing, I had to play open chords. And that's how we kind of started rolling with Grave Neighbors. Yeah. And I've just always surrounded myself with better musicians. So that's kind of like, how it gets done the, the original idea was like a mixture of like off their heads and the slow death and then yeah because we were, like, we were like not even close yeah like, yeah we were, we were even like we can do a kind of country sounding thing and yeah. punk it up yeah and that never well i did get one country song i, I jason hates it but i, I got my idea i finally got my country song well yeah. i i feel like there's a little bit of uh on your album you have a new album out what's the name of it again it's escaping me uh, you were never here okay yes um 
You Were Never Here just came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, but I feel like there's some old school rock and roll or country tinged uh, punk rock on that. Kind of reminds me of like replacements a little bit. Ah, you know? oh, look at you going after my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's safe to say we were probably all raised on on classic rock before we yeah. found oh, yeah. the punk rocks. Yeah, for sure. And country. So tell me what was kind of your. Uh, th- I have this phrase that like I say every time on the podcast. What was like your punk rock aha moment where you, oh. where you really like. You know, you heard a band and you were like, oh, shit, I, I, I'm a punk rocker now. Roll the tape. I hope you got time because I got three of them. <laughs> I got three of them. Uh, the timeline's sketchy, but I know, I know which one happened first. And that, that one's fun because I've talked to other dudes like, like me and Rob Rizika. We're like, fuck, yeah, that happened to me, too. Uh, we didn't have cable as kids, so we... Uh, our, our viewing choices were limited. Channel 9, PBS, ran this uh, documentary called The History of Rock and Roll. And every night they did like a different decade or genre of rock and roll. And out of nowhere, uh, like episode five was punk rock. And it blew my 12-year-old mind. Um, I tried to watch it again recently. It doesn't hold up. They're like, oh, it started in with the Sex Pistols. Which isn't true. But, I, but as a kid, like, I remember watching it with my dad. I remember watching it with my dad and being like self-conscious, like, of like, man, is he seeing how much this is affecting me? <laughs> were you like jumping up and down, or were you? I wanted like, to. I wanted to. It, it, it was mind blowing. And uh, the other two were uh, the big one was Nirvana. You know, uh, that was the first band I really discovered and got into on my own. And then you'd read interviews, and they'd be like, "Oh, we sound like." The Pixies being raped by Black Sabbath and Black Flag. I went out and bought a Black Flag CD. Uh, and then the third one is, the, is the, the older sibling. I had an older brother who moved back from California. And he probably gave me more than this. But the three that I remember, the big ones, uh, Descendants Summary, uh, Naked Ray Gun All Rise, and uh, Op Ivy. Fuck, I was, I was there. You know? Dude, that Op Ivy energy is fucking yeah <laughs> there's a bunch of us dudes like of the same age range recently and we've like posed that question we're like what's the one album we probably all own and when we narrowed it down everybody, it was, yeah. everybody had that operation ivy album either that or linoleum or yeah punk and drublick mm. yeah totally i mean that that uh, i i agree i think like nirvana also, that's been mentioned. Dan, Dan Johanning mentioned that as well. Like yeah, as, as like, like a, yeah, just Dan's band, our same age. Yeah, like, like a, a band that, you know, even, I wouldn't say that was like my punk rock aha moment, but it was like hearing them, that influence, like that was the first time I, re- I remember hearing them on the radio. Them and Smashing Pumpkins, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. I remember hearing both of those songs and being like, Fuck me! Like this is like right. this is some heavy shit. Like, and I didn't have cable either. Like, I lived right. out on a farm, yeah. and and you know, so hearing stuff like that on the radio was just like, I remember hearing that Smashing Pumpkins song, and, and uh, I was in the car by myself. My mom went in to like take to pick up my sister, and I remember being like, I don't think my mom would want me to hear this <laughs> right now. <laughs> There's like a part where he just screams, and right, it's, right, I'm right. like, oh my god, like, but. 
Yeah, I think that was, those are, I mean, obviously those are influenced by early punk bands, you know, and metal bands for sure. So, um, tell me a little bit about this album that you guys, so how long have you guys been doing this now? Oh. This, this band in particular, I'm this sure, I know you guys have all been in tons of different bands. I, yeah, the I, band itself or this lineup? I, th- I think the band itself was what, around um, 2012? No, I didn't move up here until 2014, and we were still doing Oh, so it wasn't, <laughs> I was way off. So like, uh, 2015. 2015, yeah, that's whenever he and I decided to do something again, and we found Jimmy Everly. And he oh, was, yeah, okay, I know Jimmy. He yeah. was still in Better Days at the time, and that's how we moved into the Better Day, what was known as air quotes, the better days room. It still has the puke stain from Kevin tomorrow. <laughs> if you're listening, Kevin. It's still there. Oh, I bet he's listening. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's... So, yeah, since then... It was... I'm going to ask him about that next time I see him. <laughs> but this this lineup, what, probably 2018? Yeah, it must have been around there. That's when... When David Newman came into our lives. David Newman. <laughs> Darren Darren was actually in the first lineup and then like a week after <laughs> a week <laughs> after Jimmy quit. He's like, I can't do this. No. Jimmy it was just Jimmy just ended up quitting. But that wasn't before like we had shows turned down because Darren was in the band. Like I got emails like, hey, you guys want to open for this band at our at our place? And like I, I knew the person in their history, so I responded with <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I was like, we'd love to. Are you guys aware Darren's in the band? Oh, never mind. No, yeah, he wrote back easily. He's like, I did not know that. Never mind. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> But yeah, when, when when we when we met Dave, that's when things kind of ramped up for us. Yeah, yeah. I, I was playing guitar in a metal band in town, and just looking for something else because the band had kind of was on hiatus. Um, and yeah, it was Eric from Hell Night. I think yeah. t- tagged me in like one of your posts. Where yeah, said, for my oh, band before this that broke up because the drummer decided to steal shit from a touring band, and yeah. like, oh, okay, this is done. Which the guitarist ended up moving to California. It's whatever. It's going to fall apart anyway. But then, yeah. He hooked me up with Dave. No, tell, tell the real version of the story. <laughs> What's the real version? Oh, I know what you were, so I know what yeah. getting out here. So. I'm, I'm going to get my shit in. Yeah. You know. You deserve it. Get your shit in, so, yeah. Get your shit in. So I came to play here. I, I met Jason here. And, in, and, yeah, in the practice room. Yeah, and we just kind of jammed a little bit, and he had given me some stuff to listen to. And uh, one of them was what they had recorded as Grave Neighbors. Yeah, the R.E.P. Originally. And, you know, I, I, I shuffled through some of the stuff he sent me, and I, heard, I listened to the first song, Eddie, on that one. I was like, oh, man, this is, this is a good song. I like this, you know. And so that kind of spurred my interest, and I was like, well, who are these guys, you know? Because I didn't like, know. We had, I we had no His like, exact words were, I've got to have this guy. Find me. Find me. This Ronnie Lip. Find me this Ronnie Lip character. Okay, so what actually happened was we went through the suicide dive stuff, and he's like, eh. He's like, what's up? What was that other band you sent me? He's like, that was, that was really good. I'm like, oh, that's my old band. He's like, oh, 
I thought that was a real band. <laughs> like, no, it's just a local band. He's like, it's like my real band. I thought he's like I meant like a national touring act. I'm like, no, we're just a local band. He's like, oh, dude, well that's a good. He's like, well let's jam that and like. I'm like, well, what song do you want to play? He's like, let's do Eddie. And he counted it off, and we played it straight through. I was like, huh. And I hadn't talked to Ronnie about that I was playing with a drummer. You were like, huh? What does that mean? I was like, huh. <laughs> Gears returned. I'm like, fuck Suicide Dive. Let's get the band back together. So like, after he and I left, I sent Ronnie a text. I'm like, hey, I think I found a drummer at you game. And he's like, uh, fuck yeah. Yeah, the next time I showed up, then Darren was there, Ronnie was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, got, Ronnie I came got a in. warning about Darren. And then... <laughs> <laughs> what was the warning? And then I don't about, remember. <laughs> I think it was something to the effect of, uh, we probably won't be able to play a lot of places. It was similar to what you were talking about. Listen, this guy's got a reputation, just so you know. <laughs> and I live up to it. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of how the this lineup came to be. And man, that first practice, like, God bless David. We we don't even say his name right. We call him Dave because that first practice, he made a Cheech and Chong joke. He made the Dave's not <laughs> Dave's here. Dave's not here, man. And that was it. Like, he's even corrected us. He's been like, my, my name is David. And we just don't do it. We just call him Dave. Like, Fuck you, you're Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> No, that's that's awesome. I love those like origin stories of how the band started, and it's it's always cool. I feel like it's always a little different, you know what I mean? Right. Like, especially get especially when you've been in so many bands and had projects in the past, like like myself, even you know, like I've I've played in a bunch of bands and done a bunch of different stuff, and it's like, you know, why? Then you kind of think about like, well, how did this new project start? You right. know, I know you're in a bunch of different bands and stuff like that, so it's always cool to to hear about it. Um, t tell me a little bit about um, this. Everything okay over here? <laughs> my foot itches, but I'm like, why am I scratching my foot through my fucking work boot? That's not gonna work. I don't know. It just kind of hit me. Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, hey, when the itch comes, you gotta scratch it. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so tell tell me a little bit about this album. I listened to it all the way through. I was at work the other day when it came out, and um, I put it on, and just as I was going through emails and doing shit, I listened to the whole thing. And the one song, you asked me to pick a song. Yeah. The one song that, that really stuck out to me as I was listening through, and I can't remember if it's maybe towards the middle of the album, it's called Long Road Home. Or maybe it's, it's the goddamn the country song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With that, I mean, I loved it all. I mean, it's honestly. a great, it's, it is like, a good song. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's got everything. The album and you guys and just your sound is like right up my alley. Like I like kind of that replacement style rock. There's like some songs I've told you before that remind me of. I've thought one time that you guys were covering a Jawbreaker song, and uh, it turned out to be a Break Mouth Annie song. Was that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. But right. I'm a big I'm a big Jawbreaker fan too. Um, but uh, tell me a little bit about like how did how did all this. I mean, a, a full-length album. I'm hoping to record a full-length album next year. I'm going to the studio with Gabe in, next month to start that process. Like, you got about two years. <laughs> it takes fucking forever. Yeah. So, talk, tell me a little bit about that. How did all of like, um, how, what, what was that process of writing and recording like? Actually, of all the bands I've done, this is my first full-length album. So we could, we could we could never pull together that many songs. I've never been the most prolific guy. We cheated a little bit. We re-recorded some of the songs from the EP. 
But the the good thing is that Darren's a prolific motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, song, yeah, yeah. He turns out songs. Out. It 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 probably ended up half and half, didn't it? Yeah. I have like, one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bass guys, player got a song. You guys split vocals on it too, right? Mm-hmm. Do you you wrote it, it, you okay. sing it. Okay. That's not necessarily so like you as well. Do yeah. You, yeah. Taillights is mine. Okay. Okay. Uh, Darren's Darren knows how to write. Um, singing parts for other people. We haven't figured that out yet. So it's mostly been if you sing the song you wrote. And like, I, you know, these guys are my first introduction to like punk. I know nothing about them. <laughs> like, like meeting them has kind what of been an eye opener for this stuff. <laughs> no, but but uh, it was, you know, playing with them, what, what got me coming back to rehearsal after rehearsal and doing this whole thing was that they write good songs, you know, like, uh, I haven't contributed any songs to this group yet, but I always like Darren's You got that one I you like won't fucking show us. Song. Yeah, I, I, we started to do one, but I guess I can Well, Darren stole the idea Darren from you. Stole <laughs> idea. Yeah, they said, no, we're not doing that, and then Darren had that riff. But even, even though you're like, you're like, I don't listen to punk, we've never had any problem Finding well, comedy musical. Ground. I mean, I'm aware of punk. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I I didn't grow up in a vacuum where you know, like Fuck. I knew you, the Misfits when I was. Well, young, yeah, no, no. You know, like, guess what his favorite Misfits song is? I don't know. Yeah. Totally. Well, was it uh, Wolf's Wrong. Blood? Right? Wolf's Blood. <laughs> Have you ever heard anybody answer that? I mean, like people are like, oh, it's like my favorite. Yeah, yeah, bullet, oh, Halloween, so, so, last caress. No, so fucking aggressive. Dave's wolf's blood. Dude, he comes out of the gate on that song. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. just, that's a great one. I mean, Dave might be the most punk rock motherfucker in this band. <laughs> yeah, nobody says wolf's blood, man. Deep cuts. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't even know what that song is. So, but going back to it, like, how uh, did you guys have all the songs written at the same? Did you go into the studio for like a certain like? Did you do uh, several kind of trickle, weekends, or did you? In. I think it. I think it was two main sessions. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, like like two two day sessions. We moved pretty quick. When there was a few songs at the end. Um, well, actually, that recording session was originally going to be a split with Breakmouth, and they kind of fell apart. But we recorded a couple songs, and and we wanted it like like outrage porn. Um, what else came of that session? You were never here. Uh, no. No, we don't know. Um, oh, the the actual the break mouth song. song, and then we did like one other song. Those songs are like all Darren on guitar, just because I was like, we don't have much time. Let's just get it down. Like he can do it faster than I can. I don't need it to be me. Yeah. And Dave the Wizard. Yeah. Oh, I love. It makes us all sound so much better than we actually are. Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like um, I've recorded with Gabe a couple times now, and. Um, the song, you know, I demo everything on, I come down here and I demo everything on GarageBand before, and like, when I listen to this, to this stuff, like, so, you know, it doesn't have real drums, but I, like, I'll listen to it and play it for the guys, and we're, we'll be like, oh, this will sound so good once Gabe, once we record and then Gabe redoes it, it's gonna sound yeah. fucking amazing. It sounds once good now. polishes that turn. <laughs> yeah, it, if it sounds like halfway decent now, it's gonna sound like a banger once right. Gabe touches it. So, I'm like, I'm, I purposely kind of want him to not be on this podcast for a while 
just because like I feel like he's been brought up so much like already. You just want to let you just want to let all of St. Louis music scene just jerk him off. <laughs> just so, I mean, at this point, he should get like a dollar every time his name is said on this podcast. Well, yeah, I actually never have him on. Just let the legend grow. Or maybe right. he should be paying me because yeah. right. I, I should be paying yeah. us. I should get a discount on recording or something. You know, like. <laughs> Because we're pushing him so much, but his uh, favorite movie is Commando. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah, I have never. Okay, that's the one one Arnold Schwarzenegger, not the one, but that's one that's really popular Arnold movie that I've never seen. Don't tell Gabe that. It's his favorite movie. I won't tell him. They'll make your next album sound like shit. Yeah, (laughs) you don't like Commando. Doesn't know Commando. Oh, (laughs) I mean Predator is like Predator is just like the pinnacle of. I, I love that movie. I know we're going a little off track already. No, no, I'll about, talk about but, fucking but, Predator but, all day. <laughs> like the reason why I, I like I love movies like Mad Max and Predator because there's no explanation of where this alien came from. There's no explanation. It's of just how, straight up yeah, rad action. It's, it's like with Mad Max. There's no explanation of how the world became this like de- deserted planet where gasoline is like a currency hard to find and like. You're just in it. You're just in it, and there's no right. explanation of, of any of it. And I, I mean, but then that movie is so, like, that's one thing I like about certain horror movies is like with Predator, it's like there's this thing we don't know how it got here. How the hell are we gonna take it down? Right. And and he figures it out at the end. You know, it's a heat sensing thing. Like, but then there was that like maniacal laugh at the very end. Oh where, yeah. Like you know where you knew you knew it wasn't over. You knew it wasn't over. <laughs> Like, just within this last year, my son, he was 11 at the time, and, like, he finally got up the guts and, like, came to me because he knew this character from video games and everything. He's like, Dad, I want to watch Predator. (laughs) I was like, all right, man, let's watch some Predator. Wait, how old is he? He he was 11 at the time. He's 12 now. I was like, you can do Predator, man. There's no... Like sex scenes, of pre- there's no You're, movies. In all the gratuitous violence you want, son. Just no nudity. No movies. Not yet. Your dad talks worse than these people do. Yeah. So we uh, we watched yeah. Predator and it was awesome. And afterwards, he's like, "Can we watch Predator too?" I was like, "Man, it no. sucks." I've never seen. Predator I was, I was like, "It was it Danny Glover, right?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was. Mean, I was like. I was like. I know. Too old for this shit. I know you're really into, the, but man, you know. And I was even consulted Whiffler about it. Whiffler's like. To be fair, all movies suck compared to Predator. And then he sent oh, me a link to this article that said most men prefer Predator to a happy marriage. Oh, <laughs> they would rather watch the Predator. <laughs> like it's not just us. This is Predator. It's awesome. Well, that makes you a good dad, saving them from Predator too. Yeah, absolutely. I never, I never watched it. So I like every. It's been on like like anytime I see Predators, too, I'll, I'll be like, if it's on TV or something. I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll watch this, and I try to, and I just can't bring myself to. I, it's got fans because I I made an Instagram joke, you know, an Instagram post making that joke that I didn't <laughs> want to show him Predator Two, and like people, Johnny B was like, no, man, Predator Two is awesome. <laughs> of course he was. Did, did you did you make it to Alien versus Predator? So we've watched the Alien. Like my kids got into Xenomorphs like real early, <laughs> like the whole like. They were into it, and uh, 
you say xenomorphs? Yeah, that's the that's the the real name for the aliens. <laughs> and like, I, I think the, the scientific like. I think I think the fascination started with like I told Vaughn that nothing scares me more than a face hugger. And he'll still ask me, he's like, Dad, are you still scared of face huggers? I'm like, fuck yeah, I am, man. <laughs> I, rec- I, I went through during, when did I, I went back and watched the Alien movies, Alien 1 and Aliens. And Aliens is, it, James Cameron directed? Oh, it's yeah, yeah. It's so fucking good. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, that is, I like that better than first one almost. Like, I, I like the, just the tone of it, the way it's shot, like, it's, it was suspenseful. I thought it was great. It was great, like, H.R. Geiger. Like, it's a scary-looking alien. I never thought of them as horror movies, either. Like, when people start referring to them as, like, the greatest horror movies, I'm like, yeah, I guess it is. I, like, I, I just got kind of sidelined by the, the sci-fi, sci-fi aspect. Sci-fi thriller. But it is, you know? Yeah, yeah, great horror movie. Okay, going back to the music. Sorry about that, right, guys. Right. <laughs> I'll talk about Predator so, all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like these are the best podcasts though. Whenever oh, absolutely! Off. This totally reminded me. I had a little bit of a flashback that, like, when I was seventeen, eighteen, I grew up in a town in Illinois called Vandalia, which would be probably the equivalent of like some pl- Festus or something like in, in Missouri. Florida. Yeah, an hour away, you know. And there were these guys in this band called Kick and Emergency. I don't know if you ever remember them. They used to play like this is early two thousands, but they were like the only band from. They were a couple years older than me, and they're the only band from Vandalia. And I met them. They, <laughs> they were Vandalia's honeymoon habit. They, <laughs> they, were so like, they, they were like the older brothers I never had. And like, yeah, right. I would go yeah. to their practice yeah, space, exactly. and they were yeah. smoking weed and drinking beer. Yeah. And like, they would always talk about movies, and, and they had like a Sega Genesis. And like, they were always just like. <laughs> oh, that is a fucking legit Genesis, isn't it? <laughs> I think and, and, and they would like. Uh, they would talk about movies and stuff that I had maybe not seen, and I would be like, uh, and reference them, and I'd be like, oh, I really need it. Tell me all about music that I hadn't heard before, and they introduced me to so much stuff, and that totally reminded me of, of that for a second when we were talking about Predator. But I just want to say that I'm happy that we got here to talk about action movies before <laughs> Travis Schaefer. Like, oh, he's, he's well, shaking right now. Travis, Travis, okay. Travis, so he, I was in a band with Travis a long time ago, too, and, um, it was called Shots yeah. Ring Out. I don't know if you ever. It's Travis is a whore. He's been around. <laughs> God damn. You're talking about it in Illinois, right? Yeah, yeah. Shot. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but um, he and I go way back, and we've been going back and forth. On, oh yeah, on, he about, is an Illinois dude. Yeah, I he's from Bethalto. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The one we're, guy we were talking about earlier. We've been going back and forth about getting him on the podcast because um, he's been mentioned on this podcast. Like, not as much as Gabe, but almost as much as Gabe. <laughs> I mean, he, he's a linchpin. Like, yeah. how, how many bands are we into that he drums for? Like, All of them? Yeah. yeah. Travis, do the podcast. Better days are coming back. We're, Adre- we're working on it. It's probably Address like, address those allegations. It's probably not going to be until after the first of the year, but we're working on it for sure. So, But he's a, he's a great dude. I, I really like um, Well, He's that, one of those dudes that just, like, stuck with it. Yeah, all well, we, the way through, you know. We were talking about him earlier, and that's exactly what I told him. I was like, I was like, he's an easy dude to talk to about music. He's into a lot of shit. Like we we talk about Steve Earle and shit. And... He's a country dude. Yeah, for sure. So tell me a little bit about this song. We're gonna play the song "Long Road Home" oh, here man. on the podcast. Oh. So tell me about how uh, the part that I really really like is 
it's kind of towards the end before you go into the last chorus and you guys do this really cool like kind of dual gu lead guitar thing kind of happening and the, the chord progression does something really cool i just i really that was the song that i was when i was listening to the album i was like oh this is fucking good have, well the, 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 about yeah the, the good thing about you picking this song is that we can tell people that's dave playing the the lead country guitar on it and he oh, wouldn't no he, shit. yeah he wouldn't okay. let he wouldn't let me give him credit in the fucking album he's like he's like that's weird but no yeah that's dave like because we recorded it once before uh the way we play it live which is without those leads leads and when when dave recorded that that's what i wanted like like when i was joking about finally getting my country song yeah like that that was it and uh yeah, so like in like other bands, you know, it was funny because it was Louie. He was he's like, you let Dave play a lead, that's kind of cheating. I'm like, says the guy who's got party Nate. Yeah, man. No shit. And he did, like he laughed. He knew exactly what I was talking about. He's like, hey, he's like, yeah, we cheat too. So yeah, this song we cheated on, and I'm glad we did because yeah, it's I, it's awesome. I I'm, really I'm so happy with how it turned out. I I know I know it's not Jason's favorite. But man, I got my country song. I, I didn't know you had such strong feelings about it, Jason. Jason's a punk man. <laughs> he is. He's, okay. a true, he's a true believer. We anyway, what? Just before, right before though, yes. was this the first or the second one you brought in ever? Oh yeah, this was one of the first songs we wrote. Yeah, I think this was. You wrote Eddie first, and then this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or was this first? Uh, no, Eddie was first. Eddie was first, and then and this, this one you brought in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this cool. is oldie but a goodie. Oldie but a goodie. Let's give it a listen. Here's "Long Road Home" by Grave Neighbors.
And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the best well, part, man. Yeah, what'd you guys... Uh, that was great. That was... I really enjoyed that uh, uh, that song. Uh <laughs> <laughs> great Are there any other standout track? I, I, that's my favorite on the record. And I listened to it all the way through. That, that, uh, I think collectively, standout I think tracks. Our favorite is Grace. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I love that. It's the first song on the new yeah, record. Yeah, it's. Um, was that intentional? Like, we want to put this song first to set some kind of tone? Yeah, or? I had to establish dominance. This is my <laughs> band. My song goes first. You're going to hear my voice first. Now, um, actually, uh, the album was sweet uh, sequenced by by my friend Eric Perry. We played a band together, and like that, it is fun to reach out to, to friends because, like, when it came time to like what what order are you gonna put these songs in, I'm like, man, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Eric Eric's the one guy I know who listens to albums, and he listens to albums all the way through. So I was like, hey, Eric, you want to sequence this? He loved it, and he killed it. So that's that so was, he sequenced the whole thing. Yeah, that was Eric Perry. I didn't know that. So I'm I kind of do like I when I when I've never done a full length, but when I do an EP or something like that, I think about like this song would be a great opener. You know what I mean? Do you guys ever go into it thinking like, oh man, we're gonna go up and like this this song would just be like, like there's there's the song that's gonna um, be the opening track on my EP. Like it's just it has like these three chords, four chords ringing out. That just when we go up there, it's just. Epic, you know what I mean? Like, and that's how I want to start it. Like, do you think of ever think of writing songs that way? Well, we're more of a closing band. Like, we, I was we, gonna, we yeah. all write songs for the end. Yeah. 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 Ah, we, we, we wanted, okay. We, whoever can write the best song to finish the set. And Darren just so far, Darren's great one. two and zero. Oh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he nailed a close. Darren's good at that stuff. Like he he'll be he can envision stuff like that. Like, hey, we're gonna get a little bit quieter here. So he's better at stuff like. This is where we're gonna do it in the set, um, and yeah, he just wrote that one that we get to stone out, just on. rock out on at the end. And we, Dave, Dave was on the fence. I was on, yeah. I, like I, right before we played, he was like, he's like, I don't think we should play that song last. We're like, fuck like, you, <laughs> we're playing it last. <laughs> like I get to press on pedals and was yeah. it on? Was is it on the album? No, no, no it's, it's a new. Yeah, that that was the other like. And uh, I was joking with Adrian from Fightback about that, like. We took so long putting out these albums because it was a pandemic. Like, what's the rush that we've got to the point? Like, we've got new stuff now. We're like, oh, this is our album release show. We're playing new stuff. We're tired of these songs. <laughs> well, they, 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 we did. they just released their album. Yeah. What, a month yeah, ago? They, yeah, like, that was the thing. Adrian's like, oh, yeah, we're playing new ones too. It gets, it gets hard because, like, I'm the same way. I wrote, like, I recorded with Gabe a year ago, and those songs like my first single off that just came out in March. So it's been almost a year now, but we've only played it live one time. So yeah, like, right. so it's been out, people are listening to it, people know, know it, but I've been writing more stuff. And, and it's it's tough Ready? because when you write, you, you write stuff that hasn't been released yet. I like it when people are in the crowd singing along to stuff they know. And it's like right. you write, you play something that you throw a bunch of new shit at people and they're kind of like, uh, like, you know, trying to, Kind of get right. into it, but they don't yeah. know it. Well, that's like, why we were playing the other night, and and they wanted to put the new one last. Yeah, but to be fair, like whenever we were getting it, I looked out, and Bob was just like, "Yeah, yeah." I mean, it, it worked out. I was just, I was. My worried, wife you know? liked the goddamn song. She doesn't like <laughs> yeah. anything I do. I was worried after she's afterwards. I was like, "What do you think of the last song?" She's like, "Yeah, that ending is fucking tight." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, it is." She's like, "I loved all the feedback and." 
And yeah, yeah. she's yeah, the end is fucking awesome. Dang, now I'm so like, I got I was out of town. That, I told you guys I was yeah. out of town that night of the show, and when I got back, I was just like totally spent, and I wasn't able to make it. But now I'm kind of pissed I didn't go. That's why, <laughs> that's why they make drugs, man. No, like I said, no worries. I wouldn't have gone if I didn't have to. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about like, what are some of you guys like? Your favorite bands and mo like shows that you've been to in St. Louis, like it could be recent or past. Like you know, what's what's one of the most memorable moments that you remember in St. Louis punk rock history? Ronnie, you go first. <laughs> you always remember. You, you were on the. You were on the. On the yeah, 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 I'm just gonna you, shut up and sit here. <laughs> Ronnie, you, I mean, uh, you, you, Ronnie, you, Ronnie Okay, hold on. I really, I do want to say this. I, we. we <laughs> You have the most, like, when I listen to your voice in the headphones, yeah. you have the deepest... Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, I, it's I want you to... Yeah. I want you to... I want you to record... I want you to record, like, you know, positive affirmations. And, and, hey, man. And so I can listen to them as I'm falling asleep because your voice is so soothing. Dude, let's do it. Like, let's give me some voiceover work. Let's do it. Come on. You find the positive affirmations, I will... I will come to your house and whisper them in your ear. <laughs> right. I mean, we can have Gabe just record it. And, right. You know, you know, I, will but, listen, okay. I will whisper them right in your ear. Um, St. Louis Punk Memories. Uh, you always remember the first time. Uh, first uh, punk rock show I ever went to was, it was great. Because like I, I said earlier, my, my brother came home and gave me a Descendants CD. About a year after the Descendants reformed and at the Gargoyle at Wash U. On the Everything Sucks tour, it was Descendants, Suicide Machines, Swingin' Utters, Judge Nothing. So what year do you think this was? I was 15, so that would have been 1996. Okay, I was thinking 96 was when Everything Sucks. Yeah. Everything and, uh, Sucks today. So yeah, that was mind-blowing, getting to see the Descendants when they reformed. And Judge Nothing. Judge Nothing from Alton. Like... I had a brief email exchange with Bill Stevenson, and he immediately sidetracked to that. He goes, you're from St. Louis? Do you know Judge Nothing? Like, they were homies. And then uh, Swingin' Utters, that was my first exposure to them, but that is a band that, like, I love that band. We got to play with them. Yeah, that, that, that was cool, too. Like, uh, we... We got asked to open for them solely on just Bert knowing that I was a big Swing on Others fan. So, fuck yeah, Room? Bert. Was Thank you. Yeah, yeah. At the Duck I with, love. Uh, what's that band? Oh, see, no irony? Good, yeah. good oh, riddance. Yeah, I, I, I love uh, yeah. um, that album, Five Lessons Learned. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, like, that's such a punk rock. Like, just the riff. I need to go through and just learn all the all the like riffs. That first track. And that was back in the good days, like, like our underground stuff. Like, we had radio stations, but it was just in the form of compilation CDs and video game soundtracks. So, like, that was Swingin' Otter's hit because it was on the Tony Hawk soundtrack. Like, everybody knows Five Lessons Learned. If it wasn't that, it was like your song that was on, you know, Survival of the Fattest or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Punkorama or whatever comps we were buying. Whatever you got but, Warped Tour. Back in the day, dude, you couldn't, you couldn't, you could buy a comp for $5 and get 20 songs. Right. Or you could buy a, an album for $15 and get 10 songs of like, 
you know the same band and that it might be good so, that might be bad yeah you you take a chance on it i mean i've bought some shitty albums that i only listened to one time because there was only one or two good songs on it right. <laughs> and you end up skipping it you know and then oh, or you could end up with like hello rockwell hello rock view from less than jake that you right i i miss listen to it so many times it won't run in your seat fucking get ready to wax old guy I miss, <laughs> I miss the the record buying gamble, like buying an album based on what it looked like and yeah. what you yeah. think it was I gonna know, sound re- like. Reading a band's uh, thank yous, thank yous, list. yeah, and finding out which yeah, album yeah. you're gonna I buy. Have to buy every single one of these bands albums. Or like even going back to Nirvana, like Kurt's shoes on the right shoe, his right chunky head left, and on his left chunky head Fugazi. And we're like, what the fuck is Fugazi? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then we figured out what Fugazi was. We're like, holy shit, what is this? Yeah. It's like, I'll never forget standing in the middle of Vintage Vinyl and David Whiffler going, What do you think, man? They're called Murder City Devils. They've got a switchblade on their album cover, and the name of the album is Empty Bottles, Broken Hearts. I was like, That sounds like a safe bet, dude. And it was immediately, <laughs> right. it was immediately our favorite band, you know? This is dumb, dude. Jason, did you 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 had? It seemed like you had something that you wanted to say, but I I shut oh, you down. Oh, about the about the <laughs> about, my fa- about the favorite yes, St. Louis show. Yes. It wasn't oh, a. Here he goes again. Punk rock. How many times <laughs> you been on this podcast? <laughs> Evidently, it's the Ronnie Lip show. <laughs> the Ronnie Lip. Ronnie Lip. I hope you guys do that now when practice. Well, we should. See, That's the sad thing is we were already yeah, doing it. I'm gonna do that. Flapping lips. And I am flapping <laughs> lips. I think I, 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 you just discovered your podcast, the name of your podcast. Yeah. Right? Ronnie Lip. Flapping lips. Flapping lips yeah. with Ronnie Lip. Yeah. Ronnie Lip. <laughs> it's like it's just a it, it's just one of those names. Ron- you gotta do <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. 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 Oh, thank oh, you dropped your Ninja Turtle. It's, I'm like such a. I don't know. I like having these little things around. Oh, I'm a fidget. I'm, dude. I'm a fidget. I'm a fidget so dude, I just right? like, yeah, that's why I have like stuffed animals around. What? No, you were talking about uh, like your favorite yes. local show or like the one that stands out first. Um, it actually wasn't even a punk rock show. It was a fucking ska show. I came up with Jay. Imagine that. He was in the ska band. He was in the kinetics. And it was at the side door and it was Emory 330, the Blue Meanies. And I think the rabies opened. Okay. Well, like the rabies played, I was like, "Holy!" It was like the second or third time I'd seen them. They're more punk rock. Well, so the- I would just like to say that I'm a loyal, loyal listener to your podcast, and I am one hundred fucking percent sure you told this story. <laughs> oh, dude! Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Then yeah. That, listen to the no point episode, yeah. evidently, because fuck me. Ronnie's right. One hundred percent sure. I'll just shut up now. <laughs> what, what about what about I, you, I, Darren Creighton? I, I saw the I saw Reverend Horton Heat open up for the Cramps when I was sixteen. So this is about sixty years. ago. Oh man, Darren's got and, a lot of fuck so, you shows. So uh, he does because he's to old. See, uh, Reverend Horton Heat came out and let all these underage girls pretend to give him head while he did a solo, and I was like, wait, this isn't normal. Like people aren't supposed to do this. But then the Cramps come out, and uh, he's you know he's six foot six, and he's wearing six inch heels. All spandex, and then uh, you know I knew I didn't know the cramps all that well, but you know being a sixteen-year-old kid, but I knew that the part of the song where the singing was coming up was getting ready to happen, and I was like, "Where's the mic? There's no microphone." And he just reached right into his you know ah. ass 
and just pulls out a mic and just went like that. And I was like, all right, I want to do that. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was Lux. It was Lux Interior. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the greats. Yeah. So was that your aha moment? No, uh, actually, in the same week, being a 16-year-old fart from Farmington, Missouri, it was awesome. Our da- uh, parents would drive us up to all these shows, so I got to see Dead Milkman, uh, The Cramps, Violent Films, all in one week. But then I got to see The Lemonheads. And then I saw Evan Dando fucking just falling all over the place, drunk and wasted and fucking couldn't play. <laughs> that's where he's like, I go, that's what I, I want to do. do. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, Darren's got a lot of like, fuck you shows. Like he, he, he tells you the show he went to and you're just like, fuck you. Like, uh, we used to cover the, we used to cover this material issue song and Darren's like, oh yeah, I saw the Mississippi Nights. He punched me in the head. You're like, yeah. fuck yeah. you, Darren. What Uncle Tupelo. Uncle Tupelo is the other big one. Yeah. What about you, David? Do you have a, like a favorite memory from St. Louis? He's not from hardcore yeah, or a, punk or I'm a or where you from? So, you know? yeah. uh, that's California Dave, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay, California California Dave. California What's a California? Dave, yeah. But you know, <laughs> growing up, I went to a lot of metal shows. I was a metal kid. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I grew up doing. Um, I think you know my first concert was like the Stones with Guns N' Roses opening. It was their original Stone or original Guns N' Roses lineup, and I think Li- Living, nice. Color, Living Color opened up first. Whoa! What? Yeah, it was a, it was a, that's a, fucking insane. It was an awesome show. I'd rather see Living Color. Right? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, I was actually just listening to a podcast yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday about like. What would be what the question was like? What decade? Like, what band would you want to see at like what point in their prime? You know, like 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 at what in what era? And somebody said Guns N' Roses, like yeah. Appetite for Destruction oh, for era, sure. like with the original lineup because that would have been. I mean, they totally imploded. Like you yeah. know, like well, this like, particular but, show, but they but that would have been amazing to see when they were like at the peak of their just drug going insane. This particular crazy. show was, has been like like they've discussed it on like VH1 and shit. It was in LA. And really? It was uh, the Steel Wheels tour and it was what Axel came out and like gave some big long rant because he's being accused of being a racist for that one in a million song, <laughs> you know. And then talked about how he was quitting the band anyway. <laughs> and yeah. they were, you know, they were super late and all that. And then he fell off the stage. Oh, he was no. doing his little snake Side to side, <laughs> like, slithered little, right off. Yeah, slithered right off. And the stage. he slithered right off the stage and fell. And, and uh, <laughs> anyway, that was a cool. But that, you know, my, that's amazing. Man. I was. That's you know, fucking. It put the zap on. And you, living you color. Watched, that's fucking. Yeah. yeah that's. I'm more impressed by living color than fucking anything. That, that's I mean, fucking they, rad. They, they, they're like cult of personality. Yeah. That, that's their, we got yeah, to see yeah. that in person. Yeah. 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 I think I fell asleep during the Stones because oh, I was pretty yeah, really Right. Yeah. I've, I've got quite the affinity for, for black dudes playing rock music, like. Fucking fish bones. Yeah. Well, they, just, they just, yeah, they're just better at it. <laughs> I mean, bad brains. Fuck right. it. Tell tell me a little bit about what are some of your like favorite current St. Louis punk bands or like favorite places that you guys have played recently, favorite venues, like what what's some of the stuff that you like about the scene that's happening now? Like venue wise, we're very lucky in this town. Everybody's cool as shit. Uh, heavy anchor, sinkhole, the whole red totally. flag foobar crew. Like 
yeah, it's just so many fun, cool places to play. Where else are we playing? I, I do feel like we're really so lucky. Probably. Like sink, Sinkhole, I was there twice this weekend, and yeah, Sinkhole right. is just, it feels, it, it feels kind of the equivalent to like the old Creepy Crawl back in the day where it's like home, yeah. you've been there. Like, it's all you yeah. need. It's, it's a it's, room and a bar. Yeah. And fucking, yeah. It's a room it's and a bar. Good. They don't yeah. even have a stage. And, it's, yeah. and I love playing there, and I love going to shows there. Like at, at both the shows that I went to, I saw... Bastard Squad, and then um, who was the night before? Um, Pinkville. Pinkville and, how were they? Yeah, they're they're super fun, dude. If you if you like, dude. The, I've I've had I, I not had a wrestling pay per view that night. I was gonna be there. <laughs> they're, they're they're really really fun to watch, and like and there's the people Great are coming out to people right? are coming wrestling. out to shows right now. Like the, both of those yeah. shows were really I like well like, attended. And, we were we were like like we were that's we, we were completely piggybacking. Like we just got the opportunity to play with, with Slow Death and Arms Aloft, and we're like, yeah, let's make that the album release show. Just piggybacked on on their names, but even then, it was a Monday night and it was cool. I don't know, it was great. 30, 30, 40 yeah. people. Forty Four people. Four hands gave us ninety six beers to take care of twelve people. Yeah. And if, if if you if you have thirty or forty people in the sinkhole, it feels it was fun. Oh, it was it was fun. You know, I'm playing fun. Woodstock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it feels great. It feels plus it, on a fucking Monday. Yeah, well, I got to watch every band, and I was in bed by eleven. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I was in bed. By uh, as, as far as St. Louis bands, I love uh, I love Fight Back. They're really good. Yeah, they, they sounded great the other night. They yeah. sounded great the other night. There was no reason for them to play for us, but whatever. Our record release show. Oh, if I'm booking something, we're not playing first. <laughs> no, they're, hey, they're, sorry, Adrian. Hey, so, sometimes, sometimes I like playing first because oh, you get it yeah. out of the way. Yeah. I, I like we played a show a month ago and we played last, and and it was our show. Like it was our first show in two years. But I was like, I saw I saw Gabe at the Disappeared show a month before, and he was like, Oh man, like playing last actually kind of sucks. He's like, I got to make sure I don't drink too much. Right. And like, and that's my problem. Is like. I see all these people I haven't seen in years. I'm, right. I'm in a good mood. I want to drink. I'm keep like I keep wanting to drink. I had to use tremendous self control. I only had like two two and a half beers before I went on stage, but then after that, all bets were off. Right, so it was right, just right. like you know. But it, I sometimes it's nice to play first and get out of the way. And yeah. sometimes the most Fucking people party. are there first. You know, like yeah, yeah and, you know. So Lavender Sky is a great album. They they fight back's great. And then there's fun when you list off the other bands because it's just friends of ours. You know, Haddonfield's horror section. Um, Breakmouth is on a break, but we're the biggest Bob Monroe fans in the world. Really? Any band games in Ultraman. I don't know who was practicing Brasky. in this room, but Brasky, Brasky fucking rules. So who's Brasky? Oh, oh I've heard man. that name a lot, but I, are they are they an active it, band yeah. right now? They or? are. They are. It's Black for a second with a, a couple oh, okay. with Andy. Changes. Yeah. Andy. Okay. And they're they're fantastic. And they're they're prolific too. They put out stuff a lot. Their EP is great. Yeah, yeah. like Brasky a whole lot. Good. Probably dudes. the best thing out of St. Louis this year. Brasky got yeah. my vote. It's well, stupid good. How how recent has it been put out? Over the summer. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to get in touch with those dudes and. Yeah, because Darren, I got real hammered in my garage listening to it one day. <laughs> I can't imagine I'm that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting over here looking for more beer. I'm, like, I'm just giving you shit. What? <laughs> no, somebody, oh. I, was Bob or somebody practiced oh, in this room on the other side of the wall from here? And like, I remember listening to it and, and being down here by myself and being like, 
I don't know who that. I, I don't know if it was Breakmouth or what. Uh, Breakmouth did practice over here yeah, at they, one point. Uh, but I was. I remember listening yeah. to it and hearing it and being like, "That is fucking good." I don't know who that is, but I think you are. I think Bob, whoever you are, you're good. <laughs> Bob will have a band sooner than labor later. He's kind of St. Louis's punk rock's most eligible bachelor right now. Yeah. He did post on the internet. Anybody want to start a band? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not dead. He's not dead. And then he turned off his own... Yeah. (laughs) Kenny, I love you, but fuck you. Your post yesterday. I saw saw his post. Dude, my heart dropped into my stomach. I'm like, but what? And then I finished reading the post. I'm like, oh, dude, fuck off. (laughs) Then I I sent Bob a text. I'm like, hey, man, congrats on the new job. Where is it at? And his only response was, I'm like, and I'm glad you're not dead. He's like... Dude, I was wondering when my phone blew up. <laughs> yeah. Bob Monroe's not dead. Is there anything else that I mean? This has been great. I've I've really enjoyed like hanging out uh, hanging out with you guys and yeah. um, I, you know I think it was like I've I've been seeing you Jason around for a while like but we never really it's kind of funny because it's like you talked about this on the No Point podcast like right. We practice in the same space and we haven't talked until just a couple months ago right and like. You know, I feel like we should be a little bit like as a community, as a punk yeah. rock community. Like everybody like, needs to be tighter. Totally, totally. Oh, like, your your page is great. Like I've oh, seen yeah. so many more shows that I can choose to stay home during <laughs> than I normally would. <laughs> no, like you're like no, like you posted the other. I was like, I really want to see Grip Slime. Like we're at the age. Oh, where dude, like, they were oh so fun. God. They were so fun. We saw them at the the fight back release. Yeah, they were super fun. They're fantastic. I really enjoyed them. Like, They're going to be on the podcast too. We're at the Plus, age where like that's our friend's son. Son's, we're like, yes. we're like we're friends with our is, is it really? Is yeah, the lead yeah. singer? We're, we're the three fuck, of us man. are friends with his mom. Yeah, and she's fucking rad. Like bro. Anna sent Darren a text. She's like, "Hey, Eli's playing some shows in St. Louis. It'd be great if you guys could go and give him some support." <laughs> we're like, we're like, of course we're going to. Then we went. We're like. God damn, they're fucking great. Yeah, yeah, they were great. They were great. I I saw them on last night, and and they were really they're like really some fun. weird Nirvana punk rock hybrid, and it's fucking yeah. fantastic. It's super cool. Yeah, they they they're this like grunge punk type yeah. thing, and it's yeah, it's, it's super fun. I'm good friends with uh, that guy's dad, Warren. and uh, and he's seriously like watching this little kid. And I apologize for saying little kid. You know, just being this old. This is how it comes out. But I mean, like that looks like Warren. Like holy shit! <laughs> you look yeah. just like your dad. Yeah. And like, so I, yeah, it was kind of weird and awkward. I didn't know what to say. Like, hey, my name is Darren. I know your dad. <laughs> and you, it was great. It was you just great. feel like that old dude that like would come up to you. Oh and, yeah. 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 Like, hey, I know your dad. Well, it's yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I got some cheap. <laughs> Fuck off, boomer. That's why they tell me not to talk. <laughs> yeah, and the same thing with uh, Pinkville. Oh yeah, dude, those it's kids so, are fucking insane. It's so good to see like young people in this city doing punk rock and like getting yeah. out there and playing shows. Like, and they're and they're good. They're really really good. Yeah. It's not. It's like you know sometimes you see a band in high school and it's like I was probably this kid growing up. Like when I was playing, it was like. Uh, maybe go practice your guitar a little bit longer and then start playing shows and writing songs. You know what I mean? But Learn these kids are like... Coming out of the gate be like, here, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, old man. 
It's like, no it's point. Played a show at the sinkhole a few months ago with a touring band that I can't remember the name of. And Good the the two, <laughs> like the guitarist and the, <laughs> yeah, and the bassist from Peakville showed up. And like, they're both, it's the first time that they've ever been in the sinkhole. Yeah. Like the, the one dude is from Portland. He's like, is this where the punk rock show is? And like, he's a Hesher kid, like hair down to his shoulders. I'm like, yeah, man. Um, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 18. I'm like, well, you lucked out. It's all I do is club. He's like, I'm like, do you have a mask in your back's card? He's like, yeah. Like he started playing with me. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You got to show it to them. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm like, seriously, you're 18? He's like, yeah, man, I just moved here. I go to SLU. I moved here from Portland. I'm like, wait, wait, you moved to St. Louis from Portland? <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, I've been trying to find the punk scene. I'm like, oh, this is kind of it. <laughs> yeah. For probably what you're into, this is it. Dude, I think that's dope, though, because, like, like, you know, I, I love, like, we're older dudes. Like, yeah. I love that, like, younger people are coming up and doing yeah, it and keeping it alive. Rad. And it's really, it's like, I don't see myself not going to shows, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's cool. To, I don't just see myself not gonna, playing shows there's, ever. There's people, there's people that like have kept it alive, like through the years, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like, it's cool to see younger people getting in, playing in bands. And like, now it's like, oh, wow. Now this is the next generation of this right, that's happening. Yeah. Like, and it's really, really cool to see. And to see then people their age coming out to shows that yeah. probably you can kind of tell you oh crazy. you've maybe never been to a punk yeah. show before like you know you might get hurt a little bit or like you know right. like it's fun yeah it's a great time like watch or out for that see, dude he's drunk and high see, in the corner I'm like <laughs> see young dudes moving I'm like oh the other, you're young you're not just standing here good for you kid good for you the other St. Louis band I want to see a lot is that uh, Blight Future is the best. Band. Oh, Blight Future oh, fucking rules! Yeah, so but the one good. I want to see is is it Pleasure Center? Mm. Yeah, Greg yeah. and yes. Brian. I saw them. At, oh, they I, got the yeah. fucking off their head show. Good yeah. for them. I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's amazing. I will go on record. Greatest fucking St. Louis punk band of all time. I love the Humanoids. Humanoids. Yeah. Oh, so, I love the Humanoids. Yeah. I love, love, I love, love uh, the Humanoids. That's half of it. I mean, any any those dudes have all done great shit since. But yeah, those you got Greg and Brian. Right. Fucking, yeah. I saw two them at, solid fucking dudes. Oh, the, disappeared show. the disappeared show. Yeah, they yeah, opened. They were fantastic. And they were good. We went to that. And it was kind of this. It it wasn't Nicole, so much. Too, it? it wasn't so much punk, but it was like an indie because the kind of this indie just pop. indie rock. Perfect yeah, pop. like perfect. It was, That's it, why we it was great. Play. It, it was absolutely yeah, it was great. Fantastic. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. And I know I know Greg. Uh, I'm sure you guys remember Step on It. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that was such a. That's when we first awesome met band. Zim Dog. Zim Dog's fantastic too. Oh, I love. I yeah, those guys were so. I would love Where to have Greg and Zim King? on at the same time. Um, that was Daniel played drums for Kill Me Kate. Joe sang. Fuck man, I can't remember who was on guitars and bass. Zim Dog, Zim Dog's right. Like he'll he'll buy, like he'll support, he'll support your local band. He'll buy. Your, Oh, and like when he, when he ordered the CD, I hope he got the joke. I wrote on the return address, Shatter Mask HQ. <laughs> <laughs> Shatter Mask is the best local band. Backflips all day. <laughs> well, dudes, this has been great. I really appreciate it. I I love practicing down the hall from you guys and hearing your well, tunes you. and stuff. And um, but yeah, thanks anything, for having us, man. Where's the best Fuck place it. for people to find to follow Grave Neighbors online? What is it to follow Ronnie Lip? 
<laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not good. So like we we're have, terrible at social media. Yeah, we have we have great neighbors accounts for like Twitter and Instagram that we that do I'm in charge of and I don't do a goddamn thing with them. Um, I was at Bandcamp. Bandcamp's the fun place. That's where I buy my friends' albums at. Yeah, go to Bandcamp. Yeah, graveneighbors.bandcamp.com. Awesome. There you have it. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank Jason. you, man. Yes, it was fun. Ronnie Lamp. Ronnie Lamp. Man, his David name. Newman. Why, why is his room Thank way you. more comfortable and cooler than ours? They take care of it. They do. <laughs> they do, man. And they all have Thank real you. jobs, so it's a band. Yeah. We have fucking Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We just have one Three. band in here, yeah, so... Anyways, and no, I, I like it. This is, this is thank you, man. This is, I, yeah. I, I hate, I'm down here like five nights a week, so I want it to be like a nice place. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, guys. Thank you.